You're listening to the Q3 Podcast. G'day everybody and welcome to another edition of the Q3 Podcast here with Ben Pescuzzi and James Worth. James, how are you? Righto, I'm good. That's good. Of course, we are going to be previewing the upcoming French Grand Prix, which kicks off three weekends in a row of Formula One action. Get which around it. Which is absolutely fantastic. This is the first time the French Grand Prix has taken place in 10 years. Of course, that audio in our intro was from the last French Grand Prix, which was in 2008, which, of course, went to Felipe Massa. Kimi Räikkönen, however, did qualify pole, get fastest, got fastest lap. Arguably got stinged, but... Ah, oh, well, you know, Ferrari, they're always a little bit stingy. But anyway, uh, we've got a huge preview for this French GP because there's been some huge talking points in the week of F1, which we're going to get stuck into right now. So the massive news in the week of F1 is that Red Bull have decided to change the their engine manufacturer yes, to Honda. So they will, they will be using Honda engines. In during the 2019 and 2020 season seasons under a works team relationship. Thoughts on this? Yeah, it was just huge. I, um, I, yeah, I, I saw this. When was it? Um, it was Tuesday because we recorded our podcast on the Monday and we we talked about this. Um, while we were thinking about it, and you said that you you thought they were going to go to Honda. Yep. Is yeah. And then I was saying, no, 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 they wouldn't. And then... Even though we both didn't think they w- should. Yeah. Um, it was likely that they would. And then on Tuesday, they just said, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're changing and um, we're using Honda engines. I don't know. It'll be different. I mean, will we see the likes of, you know, um, Ricardo leaving because of this decision? Because Honda aren't a strong um, engine. Well, I actually think this is... In terms of Red Bull, I think this is the best move for them. So obviously under Renault, uh, they had a lot of success early on in their partnership back in the V8 era, but now in the hybrid era, Renault have sort of fallen off. And yes, obviously the Honda engine is lesser than the Renault engine. The fact is, this is going to be under a works team relationship, which is the key factor here for Red Bull because under Renault, Renault had their own factory team. It wasn't a works relationship. They were just giving them the engines. So... This is a works relationship with Honda, which is exactly what Red Bull need and what they've been crying out for. So this is a very monumental and historic step in their tenure in the world of Formula One. So this is why I absolutely love this move. Uh, Toro Rosso um, in the Honda. I think on Monday in the, I think we might have, I think I might have said that McLaren were still in Honda, or whatever. It's yeah. not obviously it's Toro Rosso. I might have made a mistake there, but yeah, Toro Rosso this year they they've been performing exceptionally well with the Honda engine and. As they are the junior team of Red Bull, Red Bull would know how reliable this Honda engine has been performing, and there's been minimal issues with it. Obviously, there's still some underlying issues, but it hasn't been as prominent as in previous seasons, so this is probably the best move that Red Bull have made. Obviously, it is going to influence Daniel Ricciardo's decision, whether or not he stays with Red Bull or not, but obviously time will tell there. But this is easily the best move for Red Bull moving forward, signing up with Honda. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a... It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next six to eight months of what, um, who goes and who stays, and you know, if someone goes, who will they bring in? Um, but yeah, exciting times in the uh, Red Bull camp. All right, uh, interestingly though, 
Honda, they've come out and said that both Red Bull and Toro Rosso will receive equal treatment. Do you believe this? Yes and no. I think... I don't think they'll treat them as equals, so to speak, because obviously Red Bull is the older brother in this situation. I mean, you know, one's going to get a little bit more treatment, special treatment than the other. Um, unless something happens and somehow next season they both, you know, are, are competing in, you know, well, like, I, I don't know how to say it. Like, it's if, if Red will fall off the pace and they're competing with Toro Russell in the Constructors' Championship. Like, if that happens, yeah, maybe equal treatment. But, I mean, if Red Bull stay as competitive as they are now, there'll be no equal treatment whatsoever. I don't reckon there'll be equal treatment. I think it, it's clear that there'll be some more money under the table, and particularly as Tyros is a sister team to Red Bull. How can there, how can there be equal treatment? I mean, there's exactly. clearly going to be some favouritism for Red Bull. So I think they've just come out and just said this because they have to. But we all know there won't be. There's always yep. this hierarchy, and Rebel will receive some special treatment. All right, some more news in the week. Daniel Ricciardo, he's rumoured to have been offered $20 million by McLaren per season. Obviously, a lot more than what he's on at Rebel. I think it's only about 4 to $6 million, max on $10 million a season with his new contract. It is a lot more than any other team has offered him thus far, if it is true. Uh, do you see, Ricciardo, a possibility of joining McLaren no. Renault now? especially since Rebel were now with Honda? I mean, the Renault is going to play a little bit of part with it. Like, oh, he might think, yeah, maybe, because I've still got that Renault engine. But and, I mean, And McLaren's such a big team as well. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they do have the best chassis in the business. Let's be real. Um, as we've said in multiple other podcasts. Um, but I don't know. I mean, if he... If he doesn't get another deal by, like, if he gets offers by, like, Force India, um, oh, who else, you know, Renault, um, lower teams like that, he'll obviously go with this one. But if he gets an offer from, like, uh, Mercedes, and it's, you know, not as much as that, he'll go to Mercedes. Because Ricardo's a man who chooses performance over money. He's, you know, because he, he, he wants to win championships. And I don't think he would be able to do that with McLaren as of now. I mean, if they became an OP team and just, you know, were amazing, maybe yes, but that's not the case. Hmm. I don't see... Potentially, it'll depend on their performances, I guess, at the end of the season. Um, as they come, obviously, time does play a part, but given McLaren is such a huge team, it wouldn't surprise me, I guess, if Ricardo goes, particularly if Alonso does go. So that'd be like a like-for-like. Yep. Um, match up, so it wouldn't shock me, but look, I don't think at this stage Ricardo will, will be wanting to join McLaren, particularly since his motive in moving teams would be to go to a one that's closer to winning a championship. Yep. And at this stage, you wouldn't think McLaren is closer than Rebel to winning a championship. All right, Mercedes, they have an upgraded engine for the French Grand Prix, and of course, this engine upgrade is one Grand Prix too late as they're expected to have them in Canada, hence their poor performances. How well will Ferrari go? Oh, sorry, Mercedes go this weekend in France with these upgraded engines. Yeah, it'll be an, it'll be another pole. Um, it'll be another pole position. Valtteri or Lewis? You can't go past Lewis. I mean, Valtteri will Valtteri will be either second or third on the grid. I reckon Valtteri could win this. 
You reckon he can win this? Yeah, I, I, I'd agree as well. I think Mercedes, um, they would have obviously loved that engine upgrade in Canada, which is such a, a power-heavy circuit. Yeah, and so is France, as we know. There's a lot of long straights and massive corners. So, I think Mercedes will get a one-two finish. Obviously, that'll come with our big calls later on, but I think they'll do particularly well this weekend. And finally, Belgium Grand Prix will remain right up until 2021 and a new deal struck this week. The race, of course, continuing to be held at Spa. I'm loving it. I love it. I love the Belgium Grand Prix. I love the, um, everything about it. I love the Eau Rouge. Um, Eau Rouge. Eau Rouge. It's um, fantastic, isn't it's it? It's good. It's good. It's good news. High-speed corners. It's fantastic news to hear. All right, let's get to our predictions for this upcoming French Grand Prix. All right, James, I'm going to ask you for your three drivers who need a good performance this weekend. Oh, okay. Um, Esteban Ocon, Pierre Gasly, Roman Grosjean. All three French guys. Solely because it's their home Grand Prix. They need to do, they need a good result. It's the first time they've ever had one. Um, F1 2018, the video game released uh, snippets of their game interviewing the race drivers um, on their home Grand Prix. And they were asking, you know, why is it so special? Um, you know, are you excited? And they're all like, it's my first home Grand Prix in Formula One. Um, they said, like, they literally cannot wait to get out there um, and show, like, the home country, like, what they can do live. Because let's be real, um, racing is a lot different when you're watching it on TV than when you're at the track. Oh, yeah. 100%. Track's fantastic. Unreal. All right. My three drivers who need a good performance this weekend, of course, starting with Lewis Hamilton. Obviously, the engine did play a part in his Canadian Grand Prix flop where he finished outside the top three. So I think... With the engine upgrade, he really does need a good performance to, I guess, peg that lead back. It's only one point. But to re- if he does win, of course, he'll regain, regain the advantage in the um, in the driver's standings. Roman Grosjean, I've said this time and time again, but the fact that it is in France also does play a part. He's been utterly disappointing this season. Uh, he hasn't performed anywhere near where he's expected to or where the Haas team is. Of course, he is still yet to score a point this season. So, again, I've said him probably the last three races, I think I've said Roman Grosjean, but he does. And his seat at Haas is at stake. Like, it's... It's... in, it's He's so close to losing that seat. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the worst to use him. He's dead. But the other driver who I think needs a good performance is Kimi Raikkonen. Ferrari. Yep. If they are to peg that lead back in the constructors, which is... A clear lead in favour of Mercedes. They need Kimi to start performing like the the car should be because the car is fantastic. Of course, Sebastian Vettel performing exceptionally well, leading the drivers' championship. Ferrari are down by 27 points at this stage to Mercedes in the the seven or maybe it's 17, 17 sorry points in the drivers' standings. So. Kimi needs a performance. Uh, again, the points get high in the points rather than your low six positions and allow like Red Bull to finish ahead of you. So, Kimi's one as well. So I've got Kimi, Lewis, and Roman. Team most at stake. Jimmy. I was literally saying it every week. Haas. 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 Average. Haas. Average. 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 
I mean, is there another word than average? Average. Oh, no Adequate. way. Adequate. Next, Mediocre. Um, like, they're bad. They're not good. Um, I think... I think... Um, uh, Kevin Magnuson needs a bit of inspiration from Denmark's draw last night against Australia. Um, you know, to get that real inspiration to fight and fight and win. Um, not really win, but I mean, you know, get at least a P10. My uh, team most at stake this weekend is actually, I'm going to go with see, one of the top teams or could go below, but I think I'm gonna say I'm thinking I'm gonna say Mercedes because they do have a bit of pressure on them with these new engines and if they aren't able to perform at the French Grand Prix, which is as I've said before, a high powered circuit where yep. the more powerful the engine, the more likely you're gonna be quicker in the laps. Um, obviously that's like it's a it's a stupid saying, but it is true on this circuit because it is used of um, it does use a lot of power, which the Mercedes engine has. So it's their first replacement. They did lose a little bit of the lead uh, to Ferrari and the constructors as a result of their flop, flopping performance in the yep. Canadian Grand Prix. So they aren't able to get a one-two finish, which is what I think they will, or get both drivers in the top three, which is should be should happen on this circuit. Pressure may come on it. Need a both need both they need both drivers up there, well inside the points. All right, doomsday scenario. I'm gonna go first on this one. Because oh, I don't want you to steal it. And as Roman Grosjean crashes on the first corner. Oh, you took it away from me. I knew it. See? I knew you were going to say something it. like that. Um, How terrible would that be? And his first... He's probably going to be out of Haas without a seat next season at Haas. No. Maybe even if a seat. If he crashes this week, maybe maybe be out. Maybe, maybe even a seat in general in the 2019 F1 season. So, gets a score point. <laughs> and he's home gone pre. If he crashes in the first lap, see you later. Catch you, mate. Do you want to just call that both our dreams? Yeah, scenarios? I mean, oh. I can't think of anything else. All right. Uh, predictions. Who wins the race? Bottas. Bottas wins the race. I'm going to go with Lewis because, as you said at the start of the show, you cannot go past Lewis. It's Lewis Hamilton. New engine? Why not? Why wouldn't he be able to uh, produce an absolutely exceptional performance? Um, big call for the race? Oh, Charlotte Clark to be in the top six. I'm going to go with... I think I said at the start of the show, that's right. Mercedes 1-2 finish. Interesting. It'll probably be Hamilton Bottas, but I'm just going to leave it as that. Yep. Mercedes top two finish, I think. The new engine will help them greatly with this, which is something they cried out for in Canada. Obviously lost it, but this is what they needed. All right. Let's get into the comments from the F1 official fan group. All right, now, I've got one I want to read off here first, James, and this is from... I'll, I'll name the bloke. Uh, it's Jason Benici. Now, I just realised I closed the tab, but that's all right. I can get it back up, but I thank him for this because what he's done is he's got some conversation conversations going on about the 2019 driver lineup, and he's put out his predictions of who he thinks will drive for each team. Okay, so first up, for Mercedes... I'll go through each team first. Just I'll go through all the driver lineup, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. So, Mercedes, he has got Valtteri Bottas and Esteban Ocon. Ferrari, Sebastian Vettel and Danny Kvyat. For Red Bull, Max Verstappen and Carlos Sainz. Renault, Fernando Alonso and Nico Hulkenberg. McLaren, 
Daniel Ricardo and Lando Norris for Haas, Kevin Magnussen and Charles Leclerc, Toro Rosso, Pierre Gasly and Pascal Wehrlein, for Force India, Sergio Perez and Stoffel Van Dorn, for Sauber, Roman Grosjean and Antonio Giovinazzi, <laughs> and Williams, Lance Stroll and Sergei Sorokin. What do you make of this? Oh, I don't know. Do you have it in front of you? No, I don't. Right, I'm going to take him when I see you. Thanks, so. man. Much appreciated. But anyway, um, it's interesting. Exactly, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, one thing... I don't know looking, what to think about it. One thing looking through that list, I can't see a Lewis Hamilton. Here we go, here we go. Thank you. Oh, here we go. Actually, sorry, I forgot to read. All right, this is his blurb before he said it. Anyway, I'm calling it now. This is from him. This will be the 2019 driver lineup. 2019 will be Alonso's final F1 season with his team. He had the most success with. Kvyat will become number two driver for Ferrari, which we said. Hamilton retires, and Ocon is promoted. Ricardo McLaren with rookie Norris, Stoffel to uh, Stoffel Van Dorn. SF. Oh, I've just completely forgotten who's F- SFI. Hmm? Who's he gone to? Oh, Force India. I don't know. Oscar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Leclerc to Haas. Switch seats with Grosjean for a year or two before replacing Sebastian Vettel. Interesting. Mm. Anyway, you got the uh, list in front of I, you now? Yeah. I saw this yesterday. I didn't like read the full... Um, what do you call it? The full list. The, the, the full lineup. spiel, yeah. I like it. So you reckon all this is going to happen? I mean... What I are mean, your changes? Look, I've, I've clearly got a change here. Ricardo, I don't think Ricardo will go to McLaren. I think he'll actually stay at Renault. Uh, not Renault. Uh, Rebel. I don't know. I just don't see him out of it. It's interesting it's how from, Williams is at the bottom of the pack. Yeah, because they're crap. <laughs> what, what, what else? Um, Sauber, uh, that's completely wrong. I think Roman Grosjean will be out of a seat in general. Uh, my knowledge is not great on your upcoming GP2 drivers, but you know who I think will get a go eventually? Who's What's his that? Name? What's his name? Um, the, is he the Renault test driver? Oh, Kibitza. Kibitza will come back in eventually. Robert Kibitza. He's going to come back in. The How fall. old is he now? Oh, 30-something. He's a very big guy as well. He's huge. Have you seen him in person? He's 33. There you go. He's 33. Oh, he's, yeah, he's 1.84 meters. Oh, that's, I know. That's tall. Wait, I'm getting him mixed up with Paul Doresta. Wow. Oh, well, anyway. Um, so, okay. So, going through the teams. Mercedes, he had Valtteri Bottas and Esteban Ocon. Is that right? Or will Hamilton still be in next year? Where will Hamilton go, though? As, as I'm saying, will Hamilton be at Mercedes next year? Or is he going to retire as what Jason has predicted? If he wins the championship, he will retire. So that's your massive call for the year. You if think he Lewis wins ha- the, If he wins four, he will retire. He will retire. Okay, big call. I think I think Hamilton will still stay, and so will Bottas. Ferrari, I think it'll be Seb Vettel and Charles Leclerc. I really do think that Charles Leclerc will go to Ferrari purely because the setup is perfect for Leclerc to go to Ferrari. I mean, clearly he's going to be the second driver. But he's able to develop in a good team with no real expectations on him to perform exceptionally well. Yeah, he'll just have to do a role that can be rocking in. So it'll be good for him to go. So I think he goes to Ferrari for Red Bull. Verstappen, Ricardo. I think. Do you think Carlos Sainz will go to Red Bull, or do you think Ric- if Ricardo if Ric- moves, he will? And who does Ricardo go to? Give us your prediction. Ferrari. Okay. Daniel Kvyat. If he goes... Daniel Kvyat won't get a race set. That'll be an insult. He may, he may go to... He may replace a... Oh, he, could, he could replace Roman Grosjean on any driver yeah. lineup. I prefer that. 
because obviously Kvyat had all those issues and those crashes, but you know who else has had many crashes and more than him? Crash Stappen. Uh, uh, Renault, Renault, yeah, he had Fernando Alonso moving back to Renault with Nico Hülkenberg and, of course, Carlos Sainz. The Red Bull, there was a little shuffle there. Is there a possibility that Fernando does that? I don't know. Only time will tell because, I mean, you know, I things like can this. change. I actually don't mind this because, of course, after he was with McLaren, the first stint with McLaren, who did he move back to? Wait, no, he went to Ferrari, didn't he? Mm. No, he was Renault. He went Renault... McLaren, McLaren, Ferrari. Oh, sorry, no, no, no. It was Renault, McLaren, Renault, then Ferrari. He joined. He did join. He went back to Renault. I was right. So he went back to Renault. Uh, he may very well go back again. Who knows? It'd be pretty good if he if he stays in the sport and yeah, McLaren are doing that'd be crap. Great. He'll go there. Lando Norris at McLaren. Next year he's got. <laughs> who the hell is Lando Norris? Do you even know who Lando Norris is? I know he's an up-and-coming driver. Yeah, um, like, that's right. Yeah, he's the he's the um, test driver. Well, he's he's competing in Formula Two at the moment. Yep. He's British, which is obviously a favourable outcome for McLaren. But he's one of their test drivers. Interesting. And three Formula team. Formula I think Ricardo, right. if if Norris and Ricardo are on the same team, I think it'll be good. Has solely because, like Ricardo's got experience and he can teach him. All right, for Haas, there's Kevin Magnussen and Charles Leclerc. Will that happen? No, solely because it, Kevin Magnussen may get the boot. Why would Kevin Magnussen get the boot when clearly Roman Grosjean... Like, Kevin Magnussen has been doing well. It's just Roman Grosjean is bringing the team down. That's I mean, what I think. No, anyway. what I'm saying is, like, he might he might change to another team. Like... Okay. But as I say, time will tell. Because, like, you can't... Call these things out immediately. All right. We can go through, obviously, some detail later on through. Any other comments, James, from the group? Um, not that I can see. Like, just people hyping up. Uh, oh, my God, that was bad. Um, the Grand Prix this weekend. Um, but, I mean, nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Just that typical banter, typical memes. Um, oh, I'm just scrolling. Th- yeah, no, nah, nothing much. Um you know, from like motorsport.com, just giving links about um, how Mercedes have to delay. Oh, hang on. Eight hours ago, it says McLaren may, Mercedes may have to delay the debut of their upgraded engines again. Oh, I'll just see this, yeah. There you go. Um, Ferrari, Renault, and Honda all introduced. Oh, no. There goes my predictions there. That's bad. If that happens. If that happens, Ferrari will win. And, that's, and that makes it even more worse that Mercedes will be my team most yep. mistake that's terrible if that happens that's bad um, is that pretty much it uh, why Ricardo's move to McLaren would be a disaster articles on that um, would it be a disaster if he goes to McLaren do you think no I don't think so I mean why well I mean any car he gets into he does well um, and because McLaren will move back to Renault engines I think that'll play a part if he does go there I mean, you know, uh, what else? I, th- th- there's not really much. Mm. We've pretty much covered most of it. Oh, um, there's a meme of the Salva team saying, like, you know, the straight out of Compton. Yeah. It says straight out of Canada. Um, yeah, well, we pretty much, much. Co- we covered most of it in the talking points anyway. I think, yep. I think that's it. That's this it. Show. Nice quick show, um, which is always good but bad. Um, but anyway... <laughs> 
course, the French Grand Prix. I think we've got to save. I think we're, we're saving ourselves over this these three weeks because there's going to be a lot to talk about because there's three Grand Prix in a row in three consecutive weekends. It's fantastic. There's no, there's no pit stop podcast for the next no, three, four weeks. There's no pit stop because all we're going to be doing is reviewing the previous Grand Prix, which I hope you'll be watching every single one of them. you got to get up. I will try. You are. If you're not, I'll kick you off the podcast. I'll get yes, someone man, else. I will watch every single race for the next go. three weeks. He will. We got him. We got a commitment from James. This is fantastic. Anyway, until next Monday, we will be reviewing the French Grand Prix, the first in 10 years. We'll see you at the front of the grid.